Hey guys, just a quick heads up before the show starts. I wanted to remind you, you can get bonus episodes every week by joining our Patreon for just $3 a month. That's right, every dang week, a bonus episode for three bones a month. That's patreon.com slash standbyyourband. All right, enjoy the show. everybody and welcome to another episode of stand by your band i'm tom takar the wolf of dog street for another week joined by the prince of snarkness himself tommy mcnamara how are you tommy you know i'm having a bit of a crisis this week tom i uh i, sh- I shaved about a three-month beard off and i'm not liking uh what i see you broke up <laughs> with emily <laughs> <laughs> you know that old term where you shave them off <laughs> sometimes you gotta shave that beard when it gets when it gets cold out um yeah i i totally hear you so you're not like i think you look good you got a oh, fresh thank face you, very much. you know um, you just you totally forget uh as a man when you grow a beard for a while what your face looks like and then you're like yes. oh shit that's that guy all right absolutely i had the same thing i shaved my mustache last week and even though it's just such a small patch of hair on your face it still was like it's immediately i regretted it and then (laughs) after a day it it feels okay uh we should uh we should bring our guest into this convo see get her thoughts uh logan gunzelman's here hello i I wanted to say i didn't see tommy pre-beard so i thought he looked fine i think he looked nice Thank you very much. I appreciate that. But I get sweater. I I think that beards are like makeup for men. So I Mm -hmm. think tough for you. It's true. And I think we uh, need to also start wearing makeup. I think that would be good for us. (laughs) We ugly as hell. Apparently, it's. I went down a rabbit hole many moons ago where there is a whole community of white women living in South Korea, married to Korean men who have blogs about the experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was reading this one woman's blog, and apparently, it is super common in South Korea for men to wear foundation. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they wear something called BB cream. Okay, I think I've heard of that. All right. Just some, you know, put on the list next time you're at Dwayne Reed. That's a regional. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> pharmacy. That- is true we have the Dwayne reeds here do we yeah i've seen it oh yeah what's the place we used oh right aid is the place Mm -hmm. that uh we had next to our old apartment that i still go to quite a bit um logan how are you doing today you know um i'm awake uh yeah you're in la you're on that sweet la time i was just saying where it's so early but it's it's only 10 45 it's 10 50 so i am wearing pajama pants. I put on a regular t-shirt um, because the t-shirt I've been sleeping in, it's got holes in it that are inappropriate, but I just, <laughs> so it doesn't, and I was like, I'm going to have to put on a different shirt. Um, sure. Today is tough. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard the news, the restaurant Sizzler filed for bankruptcy. <gasps> no. Yeah. Not Sizzler, a place that yeah. I didn't know was still in business. Yeah, I never went to a <laughs> I went, but I didn't know that they were still around. I thought that they went down a while back. I did it's, not know they were still going. They've gone down in quality. The reason 
this is sad. I have a lot of, my mom told my whole family that she was pregnant with me at a Sizzler, which makes, wow. Yeah. And I had my 23rd birthday at a Sizzler. I had a semi-formal at the Sizzler and cause they serve alcohol. So I wore my mom dress and we got wasted at a Sizzler. So, so I woke up to today's been tough so far. Sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was going to ask about like the fires and stuff and all that, but that, this is much, much worse. Yeah. Um, Cause this will pass. The sizzler's never coming back. Yeah. They're, they'll fit. They'll, they've always found a way to fix fires, but there's no way to fix <laughs> sizzler's business model. <laughs> what? I'm realizing as I say this, I always got sizzler confused with Ponderosa Steakhouse and what was what kind of range was Sizzler in? Is that like a Red Lobster range or lower? I I want to say lower because I'm judging it based on the variety of foods that were next to each other at the salad bar. Sure. Like you, there was tacos next to spaghetti and meatballs, next right. to an ice cream machine. So Sizzler was a buffet. It was like a Golden Corral. Kind of. Yeah, I've never been to Golden, but like you'd go up and you'd order and you could get like steak or crab or like stuff like that. Or you could just get the salad bar. As a child, I would just get the salad bar and I loved it. And my parents, you know, my dad would, he got this thing called Malibu chicken. It's not important. It's chicken with ham and cheese on it. Um, Anyway, uh, I'm just That's heartbreaking going through a lot right now. I get it. Well, you, you do still have Golden Corral, which does mm-hmm. sound much more similar than I realized. Uh, going because you can also order steaks at Golden Corral. I'm pretty sure. And uh, Golden Corral has to be closing. Soon. Like they have a yeah. All these buffets I think are going down because I can't even imagine when shit opens back up that I'll want to be. Not that I was going to Golden Corral much anyway, but. Uh, it was my ex, uh, my, the girl I was engaged to, uh, when I was 22 or it was her dad's favorite restaurant. So we bonded on how much we could eat at golden corral (laughs) and it was like a point of like, Oh, you only had two plates, bitch. (laughs) Like it sounds like a healthy relationship based on healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's Indiana for you. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's how you that's how you ask for marriage you're, uh, uh you gotta take your girlfriend's dad to golden corral do you hide the ring in the chocolate fountain yeah you do and uh you just pray that he's next up there because a lot of people are using it you lose a lot of rings i i was gonna say i was like you take a metal detector to that chocolate fountain you make rent for the week baby <laughs> uh that is that is really really unfortunate news um yeah and you know what's uh <laughs> something you couldn't get at sizzler something what? you couldn't eat world what world <laughs> yeah and logan eats sizzler but jimmy jimmy eats world. oh wow i get it now it's good <laughs> I could uh, see Tom thinking, and I was like, "What's happening right now?" Wheels yeah, were spinning. I couldn't sleep last <laughs> night. My cats were running all over the apartment. It was one of those things where I could just hear bad things happening downstairs, but I didn't have the energy to get up. But instead, I just worried about waking up to a, bu- a bunch of shit being broken. And uh, luckily, they all they did was knock over a vase that didn't break, so it's all good. Oh. But it's just Grandma's ashes. And <laughs> <laughs> She would have wanted it this way. Yeah. 
Um, anyway, uh, yeah, we're, we're talking about Jimmy Eat World today on the show. Uh, very exciting stuff. I do want to point out really fast. So I was telling Tommy about this yesterday because you guys had not met uh, prior to today, I believe. No. And, uh, no is- but Logan, uh, worked on a show called The Movie Show together uh, that they just started filming. I'm very excited. They started the Shark Mayor sketch. They sent us a picture of some. Yeah dressed as it was very exciting but i was telling tommy my introduction of uh uh logan to tommy was that uh when we would write scripts on the show logan would always slide in uh a part where one of the characters would be eating another character's ass (laughs) andy did it with me Me yeah andy would all (laughs) we would Every single time we it got to the point where we were sending in two versions of sketches <laughs> and one would have like an extra page of just describing second by second this character getting I think we put a lot ass eaten to completion was what we would put a lot. Oh yeah, that's right. Ass eaten to completion. <laughs> Which and, what does that quite mean? <laughs> well that's I mean that's the great thing. It's it's it's, it's, it's till you know, someone comes or someone's full i guess it's sure. one or the other well, sizzler slogan back in the day <laughs> someone comes or someone's full uh, night out with the family i gotta make a t-shirt of that now that's yeah, great logan also does a lot of pranks that are not necessarily for anyone but her have you yeah. been doing any of those i, I mentioned this to somebody and they were like that's kind of a dangerous thing to do during covid but it's uh I've kind of avoided it's tough for mainly it was logistically tough. Cause for a while, like print places that I would go to print my stuff. Yeah. Clothes. Like I, a long, long time ago hung a fake banner at a, a Del Taco drive through that was like an artistic version of a toilet. So it looked like all their other art, but then there was just a toilet <laughs> that required going to a banner place to get it printed. Of course. Spending my own money for no reason. Um, do you even like because I maybe I've just missed I've seen some of them on your Instagram and stuff, but do you even post all of them? Like I don't remember seeing that one. I that one was like a years and years ago, and I did post it, but I have I have a secret feeling because I will post it. And I hate that I've thought about this because it's depressing, but I feel like Twitter specifically, unless you're posting like a thirsty photo, it doesn't like it when you post pictures. Right. Yeah. And, that that could be, that could but, be true. I've noticed when I post pictures, nobody cares, even when they're thirsty. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, Twitter that, doesn't like it. <laughs> Twitter's like, uh, if you could stop, we, we would really appreciate it. Just post like a joke or something. I get an email from Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> they flag it like they do with what is the like false? Inf- I don't even know. Yeah, yeah, they're I haven't. Like, yeah, false. Uh, information or whatever uh, i think then, you should start it i think you should have a whole account that's just your logan's <sighs> little know, pranks i'd have to be in charge of another thing yeah that's true and i i'm hanging on by a thread as it is so i feel like i shouldn't <laughs> add to my like i got a tiktok for two seconds i got kicked off now they're getting rid of tiktok so you got kicked off of tiktok yeah i got i made um so you remember early on in 
very early in the pandemic, we were still in the office where yeah. people were sending around that picture of that guy, Wood. I I, was- I introduced this uh, to the office and uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're talking about the big dick guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, I'm so sorry that someone's using a leaf blower outside. I hope it's not. I, I sent this as a very risky email to, uh, to Alex. <laughs> oh, yeah. So everybody remembers this. It's the It was the classic prank of like, um the one that i got originally was oh shit they're they're doing it they're shutting down the uh new york mta system like this pandemic thing is real it was before it was really real yeah Uh, it was like early march and so we were like oh maybe this is gonna be bad i don't know and then i (laughs) saw somebody texted me i think like hey they shut down the mta here's a here's like the article and if you click on the article it's just that uh, that dude with the big sitting. dick. Yeah. Which <laughs> also, as yeah. a side note, that I think is funny now. So at the beginning, Tom knows, at the beginning of the pandemic, me and my boyfriend broke up. But so the last text I sent before we broke up was that print. <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like I sent that. He opened it, saw the picture, and was like, I got it. I got it. Absolutely not. Um, but so... For a while, I was, um, there were like a bunch of memes made of him of like editing him into random stuff. Sure. So I edited him, edited him into that part in Pulp Fiction where uh, uh, John Travolta, or maybe it's Samuel, when he opens a briefcase and you don't see what's in it. Uh So it, it cuts to inside the briefcase, it's that picture. And then I edited it into the series finale of the office, they unveil a mural. And so I had my brother help me edit. So when the mural comes out, it's the guy's dick. Sure. And so I posted both those videos to TikTok, which is made for children. And they <laughs> they were like, you can't post stuff like this on TikTok. So, and they're like, you can fight us. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, it's fine. I don't need to be on here. So I didn't like TikTok, you should have posted on Thickcock. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, no, say it again, please. I'm no, sorry. no, I regret it. Wait, where should I post it? <laughs> what did you say? I should post it on? Uh, not important. <laughs> oh my God! It just rhymed, and that's how some of our brains work. <laughs> if something I- rhymes, you gotta say it. I, I'm picturing the TikTok logo, but as thick cock, and I like it. <laughs> I think we have a new project for Logan to to work on. Yeah, just give me anything to Photoshop so I'm not annoyed. <laughs> also, is the leaf blow... I, here's the thing. No one is ever, it. You're good. Okay, no one's ever leaf blown in my neighborhood ever. But today, someone's decided it's time. We have a cursed podcast. Last week, George uh, Severus had a similar deal where there was like crazy construction going on at just a random ass time of the day. But you know what? No matter what, this is this podcast will prevail. <laughs> um, nevertheless, he persisted. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Jimmy World. Okay. It's time. Uh, I loved that this was uh, your pitch, although you did have a almost last second change of heart. <laughs> I did. The third eye blind. Yeah, but we well, have discussed them already. Well, I just, cause I was like, I was revisiting Jimmy world after mm-hmm. I suggested it. And I realized to be honest, I know one of their albums very, very well. Like sure. I know the whole album, but beyond that, <laughs> but, like my interest is 
is deep but not broad, if that sure. makes sense. And so then I was like, oh no, maybe I should pick a band that I like know more of. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why I threw through. And then also Third Eye Blind was just on one. And I was like, what about them? And then you're like, no. I was like, okay. Here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was interesting that that was going to be your second choice because these the two bands do have a history together. Yes. Yeah. They I were together. Yeah, yeah, they co-headlined a co-headline. tour, and then um, the the drummer from Jimmy World, Zach Lind, tweeted, Stephen Jenkins is such a fucking creepy douchebag. And then in parentheses, <sighs> I feel so much better now. I did wow. not know that. I missed that. Yeah. Damn. So I, I was having trouble finding like anything following up on why he said that, but I think it was a serious thing. It wasn't like a bit. So When was this? Uh, that is something I did not write down like early days of twitter are we talking <laughs> that is wild. no this is like no definitely you know mid to late 2010s i'm looking it up also because uh, i did not I, see this i saw a third eye blind in concert recently like pre-pandemic but you saw who you saw third eye blind recently yeah how was uh, it it was i mean it was great uh he was wearing like a v-neck and he was pretty muscular sure. so i was like I get a vibe that he's not fun. I don't know, but they played, it was one of those things where like, you know, when a band will be like, we're going to play one of our deep cuts. And you're always like, God damn it. I don't care. But <laughs> third of one kept doing it, but just with songs that I liked. So it was mm, nice, you know, fun experience. I don't know if I should be embarrassed that I went to that concert. I don't know if I, all of this stuff, all of my music tastes is embarrassing. I feel like it should be probably. <laughs> I think, um, I mean, definitely our resident snob, Jared Thompson, would uh, would say that uh, Third Eye Blind would be embarrassing. I love the first two Third Eye Blind. Actually, even the first three Third Eye Blind albums, I have not kept up since then. But we had Teresa Lee on mm-hmm. to talk uh, Third Eye Blind as well. And uh, oh, nice. that was a while ago now. But um I would like to see all the hits. I'd like to see the fir- the whole if he played if they played the first two albums like just that stuff, I would be I would I would love it. That was it was mostly that stuff. Like it wasn't new that I'd never heard of. It was all like off the first two or three albums. Like they knew who they were playing for. Yes. You know? Yes. Right. Um and I know this isn't talking about Jimmy World. I've never seen them in concert. Um but I listened I mean, to them a lot in my car. <laughs> I will say there was one so of their was, crossover I wanted to do too. This uh, was like a year ago, right? Is that, did you already say that? Yeah, time? I think it was 2018. Yeah. yeah, this is. I'm I'm reading a Reddit thread about it where it says mm-hmm. that uh, the guy apparently doubled down in the comments too. A lot of people are saying, "Yeah, he's for sure a douche." It's um, funny because like I, I'm imagining he posted this. The guy from Jimmy World and was like, "This is gonna blow up the alternative rock scene with this revelation." <laughs> and you have to like do a deep dive to figure it out because no one gave a shit, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's uh let's talk Jimmy Eat World though because I do think like they yeah it is interesting that you said that when they did uh tour together it sounds like not that long ago um posting this I didn't realize how much people loved Jimmy Eat World we got yeah. so many comments about this that, and I well, do that's think the thing oh sorry, I feel ahead. like that specific album the yeah. the one that I. I think it's like bleed American yes. or something that one came out at just the right time where like, I knew a lot of people really liked them. Like I, I didn't feel weird for really liking them then. 
Mm-hmm. So like I like when I would tell people I would like them, either people were like, oh, I love them, or they were like, okay, I guess. Sure. <laughs> well, I think here's the problem. Um, and from, from what I've been able to tell, because I did a little Googling myself. I did our our way of researching things where I typed in uh, thir- uh, thir- Jimmy Eat World Sucks. And um, a lot of people really don't like the middle. Um, that's yeah. the song that was on all the time. Yeah. I will tell you right now, I loved it. I still like it. Uh, I think we should, you didn't put it on the playlist, but I think we should listen to it. Yeah, I didn't, because I figured, I was like, that's the one everybody knows. Of course, of know? course. So I was like, and I like it, but I get that it was overplayed, you know? Sure. But it's, it was overplayed for a reason, in my opinion. This is the song. It's uh, It's called The Middle. You know it. know it uh i i still like it i think it's a great song it's just a, i i get why people are, get annoyed with it but i i really like it and my my dad even put it in he edited a video for my sixth grade graduation uh-huh and he put that song in it and like it was rare for my parents to like any music that i also liked sure you know what and normally oh, yeah. i would be like that's lame but i was it was like a challenge like my dad did doesn't like music at all it's weird Mm -hmm. so when he liked it i was like i was like hell yeah okay cool yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that is weird i remember like i i got along with my mom musically in that we liked a lot of the same country music when i was a kid but then my uh, my stepdad would show me music all the time that I fucking hated, and I remember when the song when the song "Hanging by a Moment" came out. Oh, yeah. It was the one song that we both <laughs> agreed on as being awesome, <laughs> <laughs> and it, of course, does not. Uh, now I'm trying to remember how that song. Uh, Hanging by a moment here with you. There is a video on YouTube of me singing along to that song in concert uh, at a free show in St. Louis where they were opening for the Goo Goo Dolls. And wow. I would love to erase it. My friend uh, Josh Subert posted it. Very yeah, embarrassing. Someone had asked me to try and find that and post it, but it's it's very hard to find. I, feel like I found it once. <laughs> I don't even remember how I found it because I Googled it and found it somehow uh, just with the right keywords, I guess. But... I don't know if I want to post it. <laughs> it might be too cringy for me to uh, to do. But um, this one, I could see why. It's just a it's a song that's it's vague enough to be applicable to anybody going through anything. So it's like it's just a great song, especially if you're coming of age when it came out. Yeah. But even if not, it's just I really enjoy it. Um, I did. I didn't realize that there was some controversy with the song uh, not long ago uh, with Kelly Clarkson, where she was accused of plagiarizing this song 
uh, for I, I don't know what her song was that uh, that was it, but I almost want to do a little side. Yeah, side. I, I want to know is was it a new Kelly Clarkson song or an old? This song? Uh, when is this article from? Let's see. Uh, come on now. Are they saying uh, since you've been gone? I could kind of see. No, it's not. It's not <laughs> even that. It's a song called Heartbeat Song. So let's. Oh, I love. I know that song. <laughs> we just heard. Uh, it not sound anything alike. Well, oh, actually, when me, she's not doing the it. opening bit, it's it's not the opening, not this part. This part. This. The verses sound sort of like, hey, no one eats that off of it. Oh, I see. So not- I don't think it's similar enough mm-hmm. for this to be a big issue. And apparently, they were really cool about it. Like, uh, they said no harm, no foul. I don't think she get- ended up actually getting sued about it. It was just that people did that. And then she was also, she was like, look, there's only so many chords. She didn't write the song. So she was like, I don't think it was stolen when we were recording it. Nobody mentioned this at all. And in fact, we, what's weird is she said, we actually thought our song sounded like the Postal Service. And that was our big concern, which I don't really hear that. But uh, I'm also like, don't, don't say that you copied somebody yeah, else. Yeah, we were trying to steal Out from Ben Gibbard. <laughs> <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> I also saw them in concert. Is that the Postal Service? Or yeah. uh, Death Cab? Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, um, never Kelly Clarkson, but yes, the Postal Service. You ever notice mm. how you never see Postal Service and Death Cab for Cutie in the same room? <laughs> yeah, I've never been able to figure that out. It's it's like I you'd think they'd get along based on their music, but you just don't see them. Um, Tommy, were you a middleman? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people have been trying to cut me out for years. Uh, I heard you're a top guy. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I love the nice. middle. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's it's very catchy. I loved it at the time. I love it now. I had a few things I wanted to uh, go through about it because I watched a video with them about how they wrote it. And, okay. Uh, it, it, an interesting timestamp on it is is the inspiration for the lyrics the singer was saying was he had to go to – they had like a Jimmy World at AOL was their email account. And he said uh-huh. like no one ever emailed it even though it was like so obvious that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it'd be them. But he guess – and he would only – he would have to go to his parents' house to check the email because he like <laughs> couldn't check it. He like didn't have a computer of his own. So he like went to his parents' house, checked that email, and there was like one email there. And it was from a 14-year-old girl who like loved their music. And she was just talking about how she didn't feel like she like fit in in the punk scene. And that was yeah. the inspiration for writing the song, which I thought that was a cool little That's awesome. uh, backstory. Yeah. Um, and the other thing which just fits into why we should be defending them is I read a great AV club piece by this guy, Jason Heller, who was a big part of the DIY music scene in Denver. Mm-hmm. And he used to have Jimmy World at house shows and like loved them. And it was when they were a little more punky than a uh, yeah. pop punk, you know? Sure. So there's just a couple of things from the article I want to read. He said, uh, when it came out, he said, oh, how I loathed that goddamn song. When I first heard it, I did a double take. That was his voice, all right. But beyond that, I didn't recognize a single element of Jimmy Eat World anywhere in the middle. The chord progression came out of a can. The lyrics were Teen Hank's boilerplate. It was stupid, simple, and namely upbeat. And then he says... Uh, 
I can't remember when I stopped hating the middle, let alone when I started loving it. My feelings towards the song evolved gradually, just with Jimmy Eat World's music. When I hear it today, it's an utter heartbreaker, an aching rush of elation, bittersweet nostalgia, and even a bit of shame for having turned my back on these guys. Hell yeah. I thought that was nice. Wow. Yeah. I love that. I love the admission of mm-hmm. I was wrong for <laughs> for shitting on this because it yeah. was popular and because it was different than what I expected them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's rare it's someone will not be stubborn about that. But uh, I think yeah. it was like that thing where the, the early fans thought of it as a sellout thing. But sure. you know, we were, you know, whatever age we were, we weren't like, no, this is I nothing like the back catalog. That was kind of the thing, too, where if you listen, like most of the songs I sent you are from that one album. Yeah. And none of them really sound like the middle mm-hmm. at sure. all, which. I, so in. Like that would bother me when people are mad because I'm like, yeah, they can have one song on their whole CD be one that, that could make them money. Just yes. one is fine. <laughs> God yeah, forbid they make and a they, living. Yeah. They did have, I, I think, two that were pretty popular. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Ble- sorry. The other one's from an earlier album that I was thinking of. No, well, uh, there's, there's Sweetness is from that sweetness, album. I thought Sweetness had, yeah. was from before, but for some reason. it's Because it's um, on the Clarity Expanded. I think it was like a demo for Clarity or something. Because yeah. I noticed that too, that it was on both albums, if you look on Spotify. Uh, so, yeah, but I definitely cool. heard Sweetness after the middle. And I remember the video for Sweetness coming out, or at least it got play after the middle was already big, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But uh, let's hear a little bit of that because that's the, in the comments for the Facebook that we'll get to later. Uh, mm-hmm. Sweetness and the middle are the biggest uh, topics, I feel like. So here's sweetness. Does this sound different? I that think that, that like might be because is that the, is that the clarity one. one? That's the yeah, clarity yeah. one. Yeah. The, that was the like the one that was the popular one was off that one album and then there yes. they had another song called hear you me that's maybe my that was my favorite song from them for a that long was, time but it's very melodramatic very melodramatic it's also in the movie a cinderella story with hillary duff and it's like about uh, someone dying because yes. the lyrics are like may angels lead you in but they're playing that song like during the big high school football game at like the end of the movie and <laughs> that's it's, so funny it's so mismatched you're like no, what? that is gonna, so funny are you gonna die i don't think that one's on your playlist either right so really no. quick let's hear the regular uh version of sweetness from uh from bleed america which is i think better or it sounds it sounds better yeah right it, it's a little bit I understand a single word they're saying. I just want to let you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I do either. I know I was spinning free. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. But it's I just a really fun. I remember loving that video. I don't even remember. I just remember watch. I would stay up and watch it. It was like wheelhouse time for me of like staying up late watching MTV and VH1 to see videos that I liked. And that one would always uh, really strike me. Um, and then, yeah, uh, the. I, I, it's funny. I never think of this song as uh, "Hear You Me." I always think of it as uh, 
uh, may angels lead you, in. Angels that, lead you in. Yeah. which and I, I would have put that one too. I tried to put ones that I was like, what are ones that weren't on the radio, but I think like speak to that. They're a good band. So the, sure. those are the ones that I sent you guys that I was like, these are just like fun songs. Sure. 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 I think let's hear a little bit of hear you me just so that people can hear these. Oh, yeah. These are like the top three songs on there. If you go to their Spotify too. So I think it's good to get this out of the way just so people know. Of course, no. This is what we, yeah, this is what people mostly know from Jimmy World, and then we'll listen to uh, the, the tracks that you sent over. So here's Hear You Me. I fucked up. I I feel like it's their version of Adam's song. Yeah, for sure. This has a great part where he screams, may angels lead you in. It's uh, so good. It's a great, uh, that song makes me think of fall so much, which we're in now. It's autumn. (laughs) Leaf blowers are out. (laughs) (laughs) When, uh, exactly. When I, when I started college, I got really into Bleed American again. And I would listen to that song and just walk around my campus and it's all the leaves are changing. It's a very nice song for that. But I forgot it had some women in there coming in when you were yeah. skipping like, it's, it's funny, I know again, it's not Jimmy World related, but the song it always reminds me of Fall. Do you remember the song by Madonna called like it was like music? Of Maybe. course. Yeah. For whatever reason that song would always come on in the fall. Like in my memory, and yeah. I remember it playing on like the radio on the school bus, and every fall it like shows up in a weird. <laughs> I was like, this is a, no one even likes this song, Madonna. It's Why? so <laughs> funny. You're right, and somehow I've heard that song more than any other Madonna song. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> uh, we should uh, we should take a quick break uh, before we get too much further, and then we'll come back with jared's thoughts i wanted to get get through those uh those hits before we heard jared because i'm sure he will have comments on them can i give one fact before the break yes uh, yeah just because it won't be relevant anymore after is because sure. logan brought up uh, blink 182 and uh, there's another crossover with this band of blink 182 which is that yes. jimmy world played tom DeLong's wedding he's apparently wow. uh, they're, they're his favorite band apparently and uh <laughs> yeah, yeah so the, the quote um, and worse at the same time <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know you want to. Can I ask a question? I've always heard. Are they a religious band? They're not, right? I've heard rumors. I've not heard that, but I don't really know. I'm not sure. I can. Do, I quick- didn't see anything about it in their little. I read their Wikipedia yeah, earlier. I, don't think I didn't so. see anything about it. So usually that's pretty in your face. Yeah, it's like um, high up on the page. Yeah, and I, I didn't see anything about it so i could be wrong and also nobody seems to have commented on the the facebook but i feel like that's something that would have come up but uh who knows Mm -hmm. um 
All right, we will be right back with more Stand By Your Band. All right, we're back. Uh, We have a voicemail from friend and foe of the show, Jared Thompson, our uh, resident snob, the owner of the Comedy Attic in beautiful Bloomington, Indiana, where you can... uh, you can see shows online now for uh, for a little while at least. You can uh, go to their website, comedyaddict.com, and uh, see who's coming to town. Some of the shows, I know that they're doing an online version so that you don't have to put yourself at risk to do that. Um, all right, let's hear Jared's thoughts on Jimmy Eat World. I'm very curious. I have a feeling he's going to say it. I'm nervous. Much, I, I am a little bit too. Let's, let's find out what uh, Jared has to say. What's up, y'all? It's this week's day went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Jimmy Eat World. So in the mid-90s, I booked punk shows, and I actually did a show for Turnkey, which was uh, one of the pre-Jimmy Eat World bands from Arizona. And um, so, I, you know, we kind of knew about this band, and they, they actually did a split seven-inch with a band called Christy Front Drive, which is one of my favorite bands of that era and still a band that I like now. And so they were kind of on track to be like a promise ring or uh, you know mineral like one of these bands that was like going to be really really popular texas is a reason uh would be another band like they were like sort of the the biggest bands in indie and then just out of the blue they signed to capital and the first record was released and it was way more produced and just kind of you know, it sounded like you could listen to it at like an at, at like a uh, at Abercrombie and Fitch or something. Um, but I have to admit that even given that and the historically bad na- name of the band, it's just a terrible band name. I did like them, and up till at least Ble- Bleed American, um, which is a pretty good album. Um, I just don't. I kind of lost track of them. I don't really know what they're up to now, um, but. It's really uh, an interesting look uh, at how bands can just sort of be found by major labels and then it just changes everything for, for them because they really were like a, a pretty, you know, a underground band with no album. Like they really had no album yet. So anyway, uh, I will talk to you guys later. All right, thanks. Interesting. Wow. I mean, I didn't know any of the bands that he mentioned <laughs> except for Jimmy World. He's like, you know, they were on track to be like, I don't know, Texas is whatever. whatever. And I was like, yeah, sure. That sounds like a goal that they had. I don't know. So they signed with uh, Capital to do which album is this? Static Prevails, right? Uh, after a brief scouting for producers, the band joined up with Lake Dri- uh, Drive-like Jihu drummer Mark Trombino uh, to record its uh, major label debut, Static Prevails, that featured their first singles, Call It in the Air, and Rockstar. In the ensuing years, the band's agreement with Capitol permitted the release of singles on independent labels, including Split 7 Inches, uh, with Christy Front Drive, uh, Jejun, uh, Blueprint, Sensefield, and Mineral. And then um, I think Clarity was also that. But I thought, I think um, Bleed American was no label. Well, what happened was, so they got dropped by Capital, and they right. were like, it was at a time when they were still like working day jobs and stuff, and they just put all their own money into recording Bleed American. Uh-huh. And they did, they kind of self funded it, and then it ended up getting picked up and distributed. 
Right. Uh, okay. So it's kind of it's a really cool story where they just kind of bet on themselves and made their best album. I mean, man, that would be a great doc. Bet. That sounds yeah. like that's yeah. almost Wilco. Like that's uh yeah, yeah. that'd be sick. Uh, but um, oh yeah. Oh no, just that makes me feel so much. It makes me like the album more. But also, mm-hmm. it's nice, you know, when you're like, just I'm sure this comes up a lot on this podcast where you're like, is my view tinged by nostalgia or is this like a cool thing that was at least at its time, like a quality piece of art or music or whatever? Um, or did I just like it? Cause I was 14 and I, <laughs> you know, I, I just, it got me going, I guess, but sure. like hearing this and then hearing the voicemail and stuff, I'm like, Oh, I should be less embarrassed. I guess when I'm like, Oh, I like this band. I'm like, Oh wow. They put it together themselves. It's pretty good. Hell yeah. Yeah, they're cool. Um <laughs> their picture their band picture does not look cool at all. They look oh, like no, they no, no. are this going to like Charlottesville. A photo on <laughs> Spotify at least where I'm uh-huh. just like, guys, don't maybe just go back to the graphics you had on the earlier <laughs> albums. <laughs> uh Jared made a comment about their name. I want to ask you guys, what do you think of the name? I I would love to know the origins of the name. I, I can tell you the origins of the name. Uh Tom, do you have thoughts on this name? Well, yeah, I, I looked up the origins also, so I'll, I'll yeah. let you tell it. But I, I always, I feel like it was one of those stupid things where someone told me like, "Oh, they did it because it's Jew," <laughs> and it's like, and then you, and I was I like, never, "Oh, that's so weird." <laughs> but I it's never, not what happened. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wish, as a Jew, I wish that's why. That was, <laughs> maybe it's I, one of those secret ones where they made up this story afterward, <laughs> uh, yeah. which would be very weird. So the band's name came from a crayon drawing uh, made after an incident between Linton's younger brothers, uh, Jim and Ed Linton, who fought frequently. Jim usually won, but Ed sought revenge by drawing a picture of Jim shoving the earth into his mouth. Uh, The picture bore the caption, Jimmy Eat World, meaning that uh, Jim was so fat that he could eat the world. So it's just Uh, a fat joke? Yeah, it's just a fat joke uh, (laughs) made at his expense, so... Uh, I like it. I think it's, I like the name. Uh, and it's very... it also the, the little brother was anti-Semitic. And it... <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, maybe the little brother just wrote Jew and they were like, well, we got to say it something else because yeah. we have him writing Jew on stuff. Jews eat the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a drawing. It was just like one of those old, you know, those pictures from like around World War II that are incredibly offensive to Jews where it's like a drawing of a Jew, but it's like every stereotype. Yeah. You know what I'm the talking about? They're like um, the fucking Harry Potter ones. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they're like a goblin, which I never put together as a side note. But the goblins are very Jewy, and they run the bank. They run the banks. It's very evident. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fucked up. But uh, yeah, right that would be funny if that's yeah, that's the drawing of Jimmy. <laughs> and he's just he's got the hair and the like, well, okay. Uh yeah, Jim Eats World. I like it though. I I think it's a cool name. I liked I liked it even when it, in the beginning. I always thought it was cool. But uh it also like just the other bands that were listed. It's mm-hmm. rare. I feel like I like a band and then I'm okay with their name. I'm never like, oh hell, like that's a fucking amazing band name. I gotta check them out. Do, right. Like mm-hmm. they mentioned some band twice called Mineral. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Promise Ring is a cool name. I like that. But uh, Do you guys have any... Did you ever come up with band names? For fun, I used to like look at billboards while I was driving and like tuck away what I thought was like a fun band name. Yeah, I used to have a list in my phone. And when I'm... Uh, I, 
when I met Eric Andre like eight years ago or whatever, he in the middle of conversation he stopped and pulled out a document he had on his phone that was all lists of he goes, Hold on, that's a great band name, and he just put it added to a list. I I heard him do this that bit and I also Oh, did you have a bit about it? He had a bit where he's listing them and then also one of the things he listed was something that I'd written down because I also thought it was funny. It was the name of a um I think it's a Thai restaurant in LA called Wat Don Moonleg. <laughs> but so I wrote it down and then I saved one of my friends as that in my phone because I just thought it was a funny I don't know. Sure. The and, only one yeah. I've ever like that I have that it's still in mind is a uh, hot cousin. I've always thought would be a good, I like that. That's good. Uh, a good band name, but yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you got, Tommy? Well, when I was a, a young, uh, very earnest guitar playing 13 year old, I definitely thought about this a lot. And the one I, which is so bad now in retrospect, but I really wanted to have a band called organized confusion. That was the <laughs> bit, and I thought it was so cool. Uh, <laughs> you know what I like is that That's I think a lot of the time, <laughs> No, but I think a lot of time band names don't have enough syllables and long words. So I feel like you've done a good job with that one. Sure. Um, names, I have to bring this up because it's my favorite kind of anecdote. Uh, Bleed American. Uh, yes. Came out right I, I before 9-11. I was wondering if you were going to. Yeah. Yeah. As our they, resident 9 <laughs> 9-11 pop culture anecdotes are my favorite. Thing. So they changed the title because they were worried that people would think they meant like bleed comma American. Right. <laughs> Which yep. the thought that anyone would think that this band from Arizona was saying bleed comma American. Uh, <laughs> so they I changed it to that. self-titled and then it was just Jimmy Eat World for a while. Then they repressed it as yeah. bleed American again, probably once they realized like, Oh yeah, who no would hear the middle cares. and be like these terrorist fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although in their defense, at that time, maybe they would have. Who knows? People mm-hmm. were going crazy back then. Um, yeah, I remember uh, when I tried to uh, release my album, Die Infidels. Um, people <laughs> There's no comma. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I heard Osama Bin Laden's favorite song was The Middle. He would listen to it. <laughs> I guess it makes sense, you know. Oh God! Uh, I thought of that. I'm just sometimes it's better to just not say the jokes that you think of. Uh, no, you could just cut it out. No, that's more work for me to do, and I don't feel like doing that. Uh, I don't edit anything out because I don't feel like it. Um, I already have enough shit on my plate. Um, I say if they cancel us, they cancel us. Uh, no, my favorite. You're talking about the first time that we met when we we're writing sketches on the movie show and there was some sketch where we're, I don't know. It was maybe something about women just knowing the other women that also worked on it. And we were like, this is probably not good. We'll get canceled. And Tom was like, they can't cancel all of us. The things that happened in that room. <laughs> Pretty wild. Uh, just kidding. Um, Man, I'm excited for that to come out. Um, let's listen to some songs uh, because we have not gotten to your... Uh... And I'll be honest, I included one off another album because I felt self-conscious that all of them were on the one album. So I like that song, but yes. I didn't... If you were like, for time or something, which ones of these are important? Know sure. that anything that's not on Bleed American, I don't care that much about okay good to know uh let's let's go through some uh some bleed american 
songs here that we're not that we haven't played yet. Let's hear if you don't don't. What's wrong, baby? Don't, don't. It's a fun, you know, fun little song. Nice little song. Good time. I enjoy it. Um, I do have a proposal for this week's episode. I think we should kind of just run through some of these songs. And then the Facebook and Twitter are packed this week. So I think Mm -hmm. we should spend, because there's a uh, people are, we have some, huge fans of this band on there so i want to get to some of their little anecdotes and uh and stuff here uh but let's hear uh, let's let's go through these so the next one is the authority song let's hear some of that I love that song. So yeah, great. it was in the movie The Hot Chick. Oh, wow. is that right? I, I did sure not it, know that. That's really it, funny. Yeah, I knew I knew uh, it from somewhere besides just this album, but I did not realize that. I love yeah, The Hot was, Chick. I love that movie stuff. Also, as a side, I've been trying to read the script for The Hot Chick just for my own research, but whatever. Sure. Sure. Impossible to find on the internet. You think it would be free and available? No, that's found. probably they, they they probably didn't even have like fully write a script. They yeah. were like, this <laughs> thing writes itself. <laughs> it's be like a bin of post-it notes. And they're like, here you go. He's <laughs> through it. Jessica. That's the only thing I remember <laughs> as he says that. That was in the like Rachel McAdams' first movie. 
Is that oh, right? Wow. Yeah, it's like it's the beginning. It says like introducing Rachel McAdams. That's crazy. Wow. I did not know that. Isn't doesn't Sandler play like a Rastafarian type guy or something? <laughs> oh like, yeah, for sure. They were really bad about that shit in those movies. <laughs> yeah. No. Anytime there was like a someone transforming, it was because someone who was a very bad racist trope was giving them something. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something. I don't some know. sort of voodoo. Yeah. Some <laughs> sort of weird magic. Yeah. Great. I don't even remember what the premise of that movie is other than the switch. And I, I really, really loved it though. Uh, made for humor. I mean, Rob Schneider, just a tour de force. <laughs> the way that he embodies playing a woman trapped in a man's body. He just nailed it, man. <laughs> it was perfect. You can't see uh, it. It's so funny. We're like, we got to run through these songs, but we can break no, down hot gotta, chick for a full five. We got to talk about hot chick <laughs> for a while. Just skip to Facebook. Let's talk about hot chick. You know what? <laughs> You're right, Tommy. We need to get it faster. <laughs> get it faster. <laughs> this one's got a real slow build, so I'm sorry. I'm going to skip forward. Oh, shit. Not that far. No. Get it faster. So good. And now let's hear a praise chorus. Can I say one anecdote about no. it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Never mind. No, I'm, no, kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> the reason I still like that song, so since I was like 15, 16, every year of the age I am, I try to find a song that says that age in it. So it's like a fun, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. way. And I remembered when I heard that album, because he says 25, in it so i like tucked it away in my brain i was like oh this will be good for when i turn 25 and that seemed like a million years into the future do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then when i listened to that at 25 which was obviously years later i was like oh this song is kind of cheesy logan okay (laughs) (laughs) but that's why i like still thought about it sure i love that song yeah that's a great great song holds up Let's hear the one song you put on here that is from this is from Clarity called Table for Glasses. Glass. 
table you, for glasses. What's yeah, you kind of get it with that yeah, one. Yeah, you get of, it. It's got Good a violin stuff. in there, which is fun. I liked it <laughs> a lot. Um, like I said, our uh, our comments this week are uh, many, um, <laughs> so I'm going to get to them. Uh, Tommy, do you want to pull up the Twitter? I'll pull up the Facebook. Yeah, I've got, we'll, got it ready. Uh, whenever. Perfect. Uh, so... Like I said, lots of Facebook stuff. Some people saying, m- multiple people saying this is their favorite band. Um, yeah. Which I was kind of surprised by. I would not think of them as, but uh, the thing is they're still making music. Like yeah. they've been making music for, you know, over 20 years. So they, of course they're going to stick to some people more than others, but they put something out, I think in 2019. So they're definitely uh, still cooking and people still like the new stuff. So maybe i'll try and listen to new i just haven't i don't know if it's i'm 30 now i don't have a favorite band like i don't Mm -hmm. there's that one band that matters to me more than Mm -hmm. maybe that's mean i'm just like some are good so i don't know i'm not gonna like i don't think that's a thing about being 30 i don't (laughs) (laughs) lots of 30 year olds have favorite bands like what's your favorite (laughs) Like it feels like a question like that you fill out on a worksheet in homeroom or True. something. True, I, I agree. Or I don't know flavor. if I have a favorite right now. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry yeah. to be rude if you guys both have favorite bands that are. Really- I don't know that I do. It's it is weird to have that question because it's like it means so many things. Where it's like I I love Radiohead, but I don't listen to them a lot anymore. And it used to be Modest Mouse was like. I would say it so quickly, and now it's like I don't really listen to Modest Mouse that much anymore. But then I'll go through phases of it. I listen to the National probably more than anything now, but. And then Wilco, we talk about uh, till <laughs> people's ears bleed. American, um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard. Uh, there's a lot of it. I just I talked about it on the Patreon, but I bought three different shirts for the band always when I was drunk. So maybe they're my favorite band. <laughs> wow, Even though they only have two albums. Um, you got more shirts than they have albums. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Were they different shirts? Yeah, that would be so insane if I bought the same. <laughs> <laughs> I like this shirt. I gotta buy it. <laughs> See that I've already bought it twice in the same night. Uh, so, um, Maeve Hanlon writes, "Big fan. Even though uh, even their overplayed mainstream stuff still hits the spot now and then. Also, the completely random sax solo in their new newer single, All the Way, uh, in parentheses, stay is so uncalled for, but I love it." Um, okay. I don't, I'm not going to play it though. Uh, Matt Fishman writes a praise course is a great song. And I didn't grasp for a few weeks uh, that a good chunk is compromised. Oh, it's, it's comprised of numerous chorus sections of other songs. I was young and dumb. I hated the middle. Sweetness is good. Well, yeah. Um, Cause like the praise course d- goes into that, that part, the crimson and clover. Mm-hmm. Thing. I know there's way more to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, That's house from in the middle of the street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hell Yeah. Uh, and then there's a lot of debate on uh, about the middle. Um, that's funny. Uh, Alex Schubert says uh, they're talking about uh, the song "The Reason." For, he says along those same lines, Hoobastank's sound wasn't just the reason they had plenty of heavier stuff. That's interesting. I never gave Hoobastank a chance besides the reason, and I loved the reason. <laughs> I'm sure I would have gone the other way where if I had listened to other shit of theirs, I'd be like, "This sucks." When I was like 15 or whatever. Uh, let's see. Um, the opening to Bleed American still gets me pumped every time I hear it. That's Pete. Uh, oh, I left that one off, but that one's really, really good too. Um, apparently, uh, people like his solo stuff. That's Josh Austin. 
James Doyle says, when my grandpa was near the end of his life in 2005, the whole family visited him. We were all at the hospital at the same time. My aunt passed around a big yellow stuffed star pillow thingy for all of us to sign and write a little message for grandpa, and it would be buried with him. I couldn't think of anything, so I wrote, may angels lead you in. Hear me, my, <laughs> hear me, uh, hear you, me, my friends, on sleepless roads that sleepless go. May angels lead you in. Everyone who read it teared up, and they all thought I came up with it. <laughs> That it was is amazing. pretty rad. Many years <laughs> later, I found out that the first time I did stand up, Jimmy Eat World was playing on the same block. Oh, that's cool. Cool. Uh, wow. That's such a good story. That's, <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Great. I'm just picturing just like the the white hot panic sweat of like, oh shit. Okay. Uh, <laughs> It'd be funny if that it. song comes on and he rushes to like turn it <laughs> yeah, off. Turn it off. <laughs> the song sucks. I hate it. The mom puts on like the alt rock station in the car. He's like, no, no, no. I hate that now. We can't listen to it. <laughs> Uh, I want to get to the ones that, um, uh, let's see here. Ooh, Will Carey says one of my favorite bands saw them live in Central Park years ago. Hear You Me is an amazing song. Clarity is one of the best emo records of the 90s, and they did a great Taylor Swift cover on Conan. I I didn't know that. that. Okay, well, I'm sorry, that that's a crossover of i love taylor swift so hey, I there don't. you go hey you and tommy uh both um, you like her new album i like i love folklore they're, oh, they're man. songs that are really really good i'm excited because she made a fall album and put it out in july and now it's going to be time for folklore yeah there i think the, the weather's going to reflect it better little, yeah a little warm Perfect coffee drink with a scarf on oh, yeah <laughs> i was gonna say um, spice, but it felt too hack i couldn't do it <laughs> Uh, Ron Trimbath writes, Jimmy World Knox, not just on some nostalgia shit. They can, they, they can a song. Maybe it means they have a song. They have a song called 555 that came out last year and was incredible. Some friends of mine worked the set of the video and said they were cool as hell. Also, I love a band that will probably never use their initials alone. LOL. We, we covered that. Um, <laughs> Partly uh, they could make a comeback as Jew. <laughs> they should just do that. Have you heard this new band, Jew? Ray DeVito posted a bunch of shit on here. He said he saw them for the fourth time last summer in Jersey. Oh, wow. Um, And he posted a picture of himself on stage wearing a shirt of theirs. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. John Kuhn says, uh, during the music video for The Middle, several dudes were fired for getting hard. No joke. I remember this fact from one of those MTV shows where they popped up facts over the video. (laughs) I, that's okay, so now funny now i've got to change my taylor swift googling <laughs> uh let's see here there was um oh yeah there's oh Tarek bay fashai this is what i was looking for uh this is my friend from uh back in bloomington he says um they're my favorite band one of the few groups that consistently puts out music that's just as good as it was 20 plus years ago chase this light is my favorite of their new albums it's new in quotes uh, it's perfect fall music to listen to with your windows down. I've only gotten to see them live once, but they were awesome. It was towards the end of their tour, and it was probably apparent how tired they were after the show. But the whole band waited outside afterward and met slash talked to every per- single person who stood in line to meet them. I used to go to a lot of concerts, and lots of bands eventually started charging for meet and greets to limit the number of people they had to talk to or just straight up stopped caring about meeting fans. So it was really cool of them to do that, especially considering how long they've been around. They also played an amazing cover of We Are Never Getting Back Together. Wow. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's, yeah, that's what the, the song was. But um, I didn't play it. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think that's those are the, those are the big ones. Uh, what do we got from Twitter? 
Okay. Um, what if I just started reading my whole feed? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Apparently, we need to normalize. Uh, <laughs> okay. Brian, Brian Breslau says uh, Jim Atkins looks like Jim Carrey's chubby cousin. A praise chorus is the top five best pop punk emo song ever. Damn. And he also said uh, they wanted to throw away the middle, could have cost them billions. Wow. Damn. Uh, Tim McLaughlin, past guest, said Jimmy eat dicks. I'm out. And his girlfriend, Michael Fox, responded, yeah, of the closet. I uh, know that's right. <laughs> uh, Mari Offman said two of their best songs are just numbers, 23 and 555. You know how much I love the number 23 with that chubby chubby. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, Adam says Futures is a really good album. Futures is great. That was the one they put out after Bleed American. It's got Pain, which is one of my favorite songs. Um a lot of people talking about how they like uh, Sweetness and Bleed American. Mm-hmm. Uh, Buffalo's Cutest Boy says, uh, I'm going to have to sing this one. Will you piss on me? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and he does the whole verse. We don't have time piss for on that. on my back. Whoa. Yeah, I didn't read it. Austin says, Static Prevails and Clarity are classics. I'm a big fan of Bleed American. As well, I just got a little tired of hearing the middle at every church sock hop and school dance I went to. Sure. Uh, I that's why I thought it was religious that that song yeah. is like not inappropriate. So it's like an upbeat song that they could play for like youth groups, you know? Mm-hmm. It's got a feeling of like, you'll get through adversity just like our Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say that this guy really did write out quite a lot of lyrics. I'm looking at it now. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very impressive one. work. <laughs> I'm going to throw that at a little RT from the account. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll do two more. Uh, Ken- Kendra, All Time Kendra wrote, Finally, my second favorite band of all time, and Futures is my fave album of all time. Damn. I think they got a lot of crap because the middle was so popular, and a lot of people didn't take the time to dive deeper. Uh yeah, I want to listen to Futures again because I listened to Pain again today and it's so good. And then finally, uh, <laughs> Mr. Pissed the Hell Off said, I asked for Bleed American for my B-Day. My mom went to buy it for me but forgot the band name and asked for Johnny Eat Worms instead. Oh, it took a while, but eventually they figured out what she was talking about. <laughs> no wonder that guy's so pissed the hell off. <laughs> He's been mad about that ever since. That's so, I'm just picturing a mom... My mom has done that so many times. She like, she's like, what's that band? For a, one time, she's asking me about the, it was the band Offspring. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. I can't she, believe this is what you're. No, sorry, she, go ahead. And she was just like, they're called other other side. <laughs> and like we were like yelling in the car. She was like, you know the band. I was like, I don't know that. There's no band called. I don't know that, mom. That's so funny. I had a similar thing where I had to buy an Offspring CD for my cousin, and I also forgot, and then uh, was sent to the dirty section of the record store. Um, <laughs> that's really funny. Um, all right, well that uh, that does it for the Facebook and Twitter segment. I just realized we forgot to take our second break, but you know what? I'm just gonna plug it in between uh, the songs and uh, the Facebook. But uh, that brings us to the conclusion of today's episode uh which means it's time to rate the playlist um we only got five songs from logan so i, I say it was supposed to be six um but it's all good um, you said could you send us some songs i'll read that one back and uh <laughs> and see if that's what i said logan i want you to do this on air i want you to go okay. back 
and see. Okay. Well, you know what? Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. I found. Said, I found oh, the yeah, text. Got your songs. We like to make a playlist. No, it's before that. It's before that. <laughs> uh, it says, "Can you oh. send us a list of six Jimmy World okay. songs you like this, that we can I, sample on I the show?" I received this at four nineteen, a minute away from being a cool time. A.M. <laughs> <laughs> well, I so, didn't want to interrupt. <laughs> so I said it before. <laughs> I wanted to catch Maybe. you sober. <laughs> I probably read it and then fell back asleep. No, so I'm, that is on me. I'm no, so it's sorry. on me. I told I, you way too late. Um, it doesn't matter. We're, we're still still I, I actually read this text. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but before we do the the rating of this week's playlist, you get to give your final thoughts on Jimmy World. So go for it, Logan. What do you got to say? Um, I just learning more about them. A lot of times, like we were just talking about Taylor Swift and I decided to watch her documentary, um, on Netflix and learning more about her made me like her less. Oh shit. (laughs) Um, and this was the opposite, which made, which is nice where I was like, Oh, they seem, this seems cool. And I would revisit, like, I, I know I listened to futures, but not really, but I was like, maybe later today, you know, I'll try listening to their music again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and you know, I, this is the first time I realized their name was Jew and I'm still excited I wonder if that's why my mom let me have the CD. <laughs> so I'm still still a fan, still proud of them, you know. Yes. Love it. Okay. Well, uh, well the way that I want to do this, I think, is since we did play the middle and sweetness and hear you me, I'm just going to mash those in to be the final song on this uh <laughs> list of six. So that's a full point, obviously. And then I really liked this whole thing. I, don't know what I could even dock on, but I think maybe table for classes I, I liked, but I could maybe uh, it's, it's tough. I don't know. I really liked this playlist. So I'm just going to say 5.75. Uh, I really loved it. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to listen to Jimmy Eat world all day today. I've got a <laughs> long bike ride in front of me and I'm excited for it. So at a six, 5.75, what do you think, Tommy? Hell yeah. Um, I also, I was so happy to talk about Jimmy World. I'm a big fan. Uh, Logan, thank you for bringing them to us. This was super fun. I think Bleed American is such a great album. Um, to say the most embarrassing sentence in the world, uh, my sister and I used to listen to an acapella cover of this album <laughs> in high school. Ow. Truly what could be more embarrassing, but uh, I love all these songs. I'm going to go five out of six. I didn't like Table for Glasses, but I don't know that album at all. I just know the two, Bleed American and uh, Futures. Um, so to close, I will I'll quote what Tom DeLonge said when his wife said that they were going to have Jimmy Eat World at the wedding. He said, I was in tears. I cried more than any girl ever cried. That was the <laughs> gnarliest thing that ever happened to me when you brought them on the podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, oh great times. Oh, yeah. You get to rate the playlist as well, Logan. So what do you got? Um, I have to rate it out of six. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I worked briefly as a teacher and here's the thing i didn't follow directions but technically i feel like i have to give myself like a two because i didn't listen to the rules. i think that's perfectly fair <laughs> so yeah i'm giving myself a, a two like i love the band but i just can't i'm not gonna give myself an easy pass for the music. i failed the assignment so it's fine 
Oh no. Yeah, this has been yourself? another failure of an episode. So. Uh, you know what? Uh, thanks so much for coming on, Logan. Is there anything you want to plug? Um, you know, just Instagram and Twitter. I get uh, my Instagram is at places I took a shit this year, <laughs> and my Twitter is at a dirty guns. Uh, those might be the only funny things I've ever done coming up with. <laughs> so if you want to check them out, um, that would be great. Hell yeah. Uh, Tommy. Uh, yeah. Just check out my Instagram, dirty guns and, uh, <laughs> and my Twitter places. I took a piss on my myself. This year. <laughs> um, hell yeah. Uh, get on the Patreon people. I forgot to, yeah. plug it. I, I'll throw a plug up top, but, um, Patreon's only three bucks a month. We just uh, we just did a landmark on it. That's uh, that's nice. We got a new uh, Rover Four Hundo now, so that's Look nice. That. Um, so yeah, keep getting on there. We're doing bonus episodes every damn week, and uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, keep it crispy. Bye. <laughs> All right.